0: Hello everybody, Ben Moders here, the Raptors Digest, reacting the Toronto Raptors 110-102 win against the Brooklyn Nets. Sorry for the later podcast, had some some audio issues, but Second take, we're we're gonna be good with this one. And the Toronto Raptors look like they're back after tonight. And the three point shots, they went down, especially in the first quarter. Pascal Siakam had a didn't have the greatest field goal percentage, but played with the with a style that I really was really encouraging for me as a as a viewer. Lots of positives to take away from this game. And the Brooklyn Nets have been a team that has been very very playing very well without Kyrie in in recent games. And the Toronto Raptors came out and took care of business tonight. So let's get straight into it. Pascal Siakam, I alluded to him in the intro, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks tonight. Really, really padding the stat sheet. And the one thing that I really liked about Pascal's game is he was being aggressive. He was going straight to the rim. And I think there's two... You can classify Pascal's shots as as two types. There, sometimes he goes into the lane. He tries to be finesse. He tries to kind of fade away and shoot over people. And those shots look really passive. And in the recent games, those are the shots he's been kind of reverting to. You know, contested mids, contested threes, going to the lane, kind of shooting fadeaways. And when he's rolling, those are usually good shots. But to get him going, Siakam gets his game hot, gets it, gets spicy when he's jumping straight to the rim. And I think his kind of mindset was was shown by he had eight free throws in the first quarter. He was attacking the rim, going straight to it. And yes, he missed some shots. And he had, I believe, it was Torian. Prince, and I think Spencer Dinwiddie was switched onto him for, for a bit of this first quarter and most of this game, and he knew that he had to get straight to the basket, and he should really use his size, and when Pascal Siakam's doing that, no matter the defender, because we've seen Siakam have good games against bigger guys as well, he, he just plays so much better, and then it feels like the threes go down, he was 3 of 5 from the three-point line tonight, despite the fact over the past six games he's been shooting 20% from, that, from distance, and I think it all comes down to him being aggressive, going straight at the net, not being passive with his takes. And that just makes the whole rest of his game look better. And he missed a few shots. He missed 16 shots tonight, which is fine, because the Raptors as a team play better when he's being aggressive. And it opens up everything for everyone else. And I think that was a big reason the three-point shots were going down tonight. And one one player that was really cooking from behind the line, Norman Powell, twenty five points tonight. Continues his hot streak. Five of seven from the three point line. Ten of fifteen from the field. Had a couple, a few rebounds, a couple blocks as well. He he really has been just an absolute monster as of late. Ever since Kyle Lowry went down, he was inserted to the starting lineup, and now Fred's down, so he continues to be a starter. His confidence level has just been. It's just it's just been at an all-time high. It's it's great to see, and it, it, it started from the opening of this game, because he's starting off the game focused. I believe his first shot, he made a really, really nice cut around, around a screener and shot a ball, even though it was contested. It wasn't forced. It was within the flow of the offense, and Norman Powell has obviously had highs and lows with the Toronto Raptors, but his highs come when he's playing within the offense, but being aggressive, being confident, knowing that he's going to get his shots, and everything he does is with a purpose, and... The knowledge that he has to play within the team, and that's that's what he's been doing. But when Norm's playing as lows, you know, he'd come off that screen and he'd feel like he'd have to show something. He'd have to, to show off his handle or try and cross someone up and go in the lane explosively. But everything he's doing right now is really refined. He's not trying to do too much with the ball. And because of it, the the threes he's getting are really clean, even if there's a defender in front of him, because he's he's shooting the ball immediately rather than looking to to make a move into the paint, you know, after five or six dribbles. When when he does attack, he's going in rhythm, in within the flow of the game because he's always, whenever he's playing good or bad, he's always capable of getting to the net. But sometimes he just gets too excited, too explosive, so to speak, and then he'll someone will draw a charge on him or will throw the ball off the backboard, not be able to finish it despite the fact it's a good shot. But now because he's confident, because he's playing within the flow. Those layups are going in with consistency. And yes, occasionally he gets the the turnover when he tries to throw a pass in the fast break, or a player will be come in and take a charge. And those are areas he does have to get better at. But the finishing is key, and his offensive game just looks so well rounded. And to pair that with his amazing defense, Norm, ten of fifteen from the field tonight—that's just ridiculous efficiency. Highest plus minus for the game. Shout out Norman Powell, man! This guy has just been on absolute tears of late. And you know, we're the the next player we have to talk about. He had a season high of 17 points tonight, 70 points, 15 rebounds from Marcus and tonight was his best game of the season. He was, you know, he always runs, the offense always seems to run through Marcus We just give him to the ball, give the ball to him in the high posts and let people cut and move and have a free flowing offense. But he was getting the ball at the top of the key, you know, at the three point line, and he knocked, knocked down three threes tonight. He was in the paint. He actually had a couple post moves, which was really nice to see, considering they, they do have some good post defenders on Brooklyn and Jared Allen and, obviously, DeAndre Jordan. Marc Gasol, he was really confident. He was looking for shots, and this is the player that we kind of expected we were getting with Marc Gasol. I know we we can't really expect him now to get 17 points per game, but the fact when he's looking for a shot and he's confident in his ability to knock them down, paired with the defense and the passing ability, he's been doing this his whole career, and if he can give us this production on a night in, night out basis, I'm not necessarily saying 17 points, but there's no reason a guy that's never really relied on his athleticism. He's always been kind of a guy that uses his brute strength, which he still has, and nice post moves and, and a jumper or a smooth jump shot. As long as they're healthy and getting up the court like Marcus Gasol is, there's no reason his game should be declining in terms of scoring. I think if he ha- comes into the games with these mindsets and maybe it's because he hits some early shots and that that's the reason but if he if he can look to be more of a scorer this Toronto Raptors team is going to be really difficult to beat no matter who we're playing cuz Marcus is such a threat on the offensive end because of his passing if he it, it's it's weird to say but if he can just score a couple a couple points his passing game will open up the the people will be focused on him more or the defenders will be more focused on Gasol being a scoring threat even if he's not averaging high numbers but looking for a shot more they won't be able to play the passing lanes they won't be able to predict his his moves his upcoming moves and You know, will open stuff up for everything else. So, Shao Gasol hopefully continues to have this aggression on offense, and Kyle Lowry. Again, not the greatest field goal shooting percentage night, but 17 points, 6 assists. This, is, this game looked like Kyle Lowry. Even though the shots weren't super consistent, he took the shots he needed to take, and he honestly, to be fair, he's been doing that since he's come back from injury. His shot selection has been nothing I've been critiquing on the podcast, but the, a couple of them went down, which really helps his game, and he went inside a little bit. I think that that's also key for Lowry, you know, having the three-point ability, because he, he's a guy that... We've seen it throughout his entire Raptors career. He's very up and down in terms of shooting. He always plays at a baseline all-star level in terms of the little things, taking charges, facilitating the offense, passing to people. But the jump shot has been something we've seen come and go at times for Kyle Lowry over the course of a season. I think it always gets remedied by Lowry just going in the paint a little bit because he he's a big enough body. He is a great finisher. We saw one really nice finish tonight over Jared Allen, who's a big shot blocker, but he has that size where if he gets the lane, he can use his body to really protect the ball and get a nice finish. So it was nice to see him get his shooting on course. And yeah, off the bench tonight, Serge Ibaka definitely had his best game coming back since coming back from injury. 12 points, 12 rebounds. Miss a couple of his bread and butter shots, one mid-ranger, one kind of post hook, but nonetheless, hit four of seven from the field. Really good field goal percentage. Honestly, watching the game, I thought it would have been a little bit worse because of those glaring misses. But had a couple blocks, a couple steals. He he was a positive out there tonight, and that's what we need from Ibaka. He he was so good to start off the season, arguably having the best season of his career before he went down with injury. So I, I'm looking for looking for a nice bounce back stretch of games for Serge, and I think it will happen. He's been he's been balling, my Chef. He'll he'll be fine. And one of the surprises of the game. Patrick McCaw just recently come back from injury. Nick Nurse talked a lot about McCaw being a rotation player this uh, during the preseason, and unfortunately, never got a chance to really show what he had. But he was—he got 30 minutes of action tonight. Should going over for, for five, sorry, from the three-point line, only having two points, three assists, a couple of rebounds. But it, McCaw's game is very perplexing because he does a lot of positive plays on the court, but he never really looks like a threat to do anything. Not many people would say, you know. He, he's a great scorer, he's a great shooter, he can finish around the rim, he's a great passer, or even relative to some of the players in the roster, like OG, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, other guys off the bench, people might argue he's not one of our better defenders either, even though it would be tough to argue he's a poor defender, because his lateral quickness is really nice, he has enough size to, to guard wings in this league. But somehow, some way, he just always seems to be a positive when he's on the court. He, whether it be feel- a touch just playing with the warriors playing with championship raptors he he just makes positive plays when he has the ball i know he went 0 for 5 from the field tonight but he's an interesting player man i i don't know how to describe his game whether i like him being on the court over ronde over at terrence davis or you know cuz his box score would indicate that he's not that not that guy not a guy we want to be playing 30 minutes a night and he nick nurse said his shooting really impressed him during the during training camp but i haven't really seen patrick mccall go off from the three-point line but again he does all those other positive plays so i'm gonna need to see a few more games of Macaw to to really give a critique or an opinion on if i want him being a ro- rotation player for this team but i'd love to hear what you guys think because i honestly don't know what to think right now because his, his feel and all that's nice, but his intangibles don't really look there just yet for a quality rotation Raptors player. So, I, I want to hear what you guys think. Anyways, I've been rambling long enough. Let's get it straight into the segments tonight. The spicy P lay of the day. It's got to go to the end of this one. The Toronto Raptors were, were capping off their run to really put the dagger in the Brooklyn Nets. And Kyle Lowry. Bro, Jared Allen was chilling on the three-point line, not protecting the ball. Lowry. Saw that as cookies, he stripped the ball from Jared Allen, went to Norman Powell, had the open fast break dunk, kind of had a little windmill at the end of it, it was just a hype play that got the spicy p got the the hype going for me watching this one, so shout out Norman Powell with the spicy p of the day, but not all plays can be the spicy p of the day, and some just make you say OGs, and tonight, the OGs play of the day, I purposely didn't bring him up in the, you know, when I was breaking down players, but Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Definitely his weirdest game of the season, only at seven minutes. We've seen his minutes be decreased and decreased over the last few games now that everyone's coming back from injury. And Hustle Jefferson, he kind of won over everyone's hearts through his offensive rebounding. His offensive rebounding right now, I think, is at the level Dwight, how prime Dwight Howard. He's just been a guy that has provided amazing defense for us, getting under the rim and finishing during those, those stretch of games where he was getting consistent minutes. And tonight, had had a very different game than I, I would have expected from Rondé, even in the, the limited minutes. Missed a, missed a layup, but the two plays that made me say oh, geez," he took two three-pointers tonight. Above the break threes, not corner threes. I don't think I've seen him shoot many threes this season. Obviously, the defense was just leaving out him out there on an island, seeing if he could knock him down. And unfortunately, they... They were both pretty brutal bricks to, to see, and it, it hurt me because, you know, when someone's leaving you open and you, you just want to, you know, silence or make the defense pay for leaving you completely open left on an island, and he unfortunately couldn't do it to his former team. Didn't get another chance to go back in the court. I'm, I am I want to see more Rondé Hollis-Jefferson minutes. Patrick McCoy, I brought him up. He got 30 minutes tonight. You could definitely give some more minutes to Rondé. They play similar positions. He gives the defense. I know he missed those shots. That definitely made me say, oh, geez, as a fan. But definitely think he deserves more minutes. And finally, the infamous, the one and only Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. And tonight, it's going to my guy, TD. Unfortunately, didn't have his the greatest game of the season. He He always makes some decent plays. And that's the one thing I'm... I've always been encouraged about TD since he's been on the roster, even when he doesn't have the greatest shooting nights. usually makes good decisions and is usually a positive on the court, but tonight kind of forced his game a little bit for stretches. He missed all of his threes. I don't mind him taking a few contested threes every now and then because he's been shown he can knock them down, but a couple of times really challenged, uh, I believe it was either DeAndre. I believe it was Jared Allen, not DeAndre Jordan, but uh it went into him and just kind of, Tried to shoot it up over him, which you can't really do if you're in the paint and you're that there's that much of a height discrepancy, so nothing to get too worried about, cause TD's usually pretty good in this area, but he went 0 for 6 from the field tonight, and tonight was definitely a learning experience for him, cause he only had 13 minutes. Nurse kept him on a little bit of leash after he saw him for force his game a little bit too much down, you know, on the offensive end. And I don't know, maybe I'm a bit too harsh on the rookie because I've have, I've have high expectations. But definitely a learning experience for him tonight in terms of picking spots in, in the game. Anyways, the Raptors, they they look like the Toronto Raptors we witnessed at the beginning of the season tonight. And I think a lot of that's due to Lowry and Ibaka just making shots. I, need, I don't think either of them had a good game, per se, compared to where they were at before they got hurt. But definitely serviceable, and that's enough to beat a, a Nets team that's been really good lately. So, shout out to the Raptors, bouncing back, making everyone hyped. I, again, I apologize for the later upload, but... Take two. I hope it's a uh, doesn't feel rushed or anything like that. But anyways, you're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. And yeah, yeah, I was about to ask Riker if he has any last words, but we got a solo pod here tonight. Anyways, I, I'm I'm signing out. Cheers.